The Unsigned Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast episode, guess, one, plus 16, 17, episode 17, Ooh. we're here, Rob's back as well, we're yes. here again, yes, 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 and Manish is here too, we have a microphone this time, no, because we've got two guests coming in, oh, 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 oh I see, we have I two see. guests coming in, so he only gets a mic mm-hmm. if we only have one guest, you have to shout loud this time, <laughs> <Hello. laughs> there he is, there he is. So you're saying your journey was good in then? Flew through. Flew through. Um, A12, M25, M11. I'm starting to learn the route now. Well Onto done. the 406. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Take a left at the big church. Okay. You kind of just got to know that I'm lost. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. Well, that, they're but good directions there. from I re- Chelmsford I reckon I can find my way here now without the sat-nav. Good. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, no, we've been doing Maybe. it long enough now, haven't we, I suppose. How was your week? Sorry I didn't get to Castle, man. How was that? That was actually not just saying it. It was actually mental. Was it? It was busy. Oh, cool. Um, it was a free gig. Did Ollie actually go? <laughs> I text him. I, te- I text him that morning. I was like, mate, so this is the address. I'll pick you up. Come with me. I'll, I'll pick you up. Yeah. Um, do you need to answer that? No, it's my dad calling oh. me, right? So it's my dad Graham calling me. Unbelievable. Because he was wants to talk to me about plans for something. Oh. Like, he goes, I'll call you later. And oh. I knew it. No, I knew it. No. Dad, if you're um, listening, not at this time on a Tuesday. This time. Unbelievable. Anyway. You should know this. Should. Um, so I, call, I text Ollie to look. I'll even pick you up. You've got no excuse. And that's me going out my way. No, it's on route. So I'll pick you right. up. You can have a drink. I'll get you a drink. There's free entry. You just got to turn up. Yeah, yeah. He texts back. <laughs> let me, let, let me, let me. Because I, I listened to your show last night um, and on Future Hits. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, it was a banging gig. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And you were like, oh, thanks so much for coming. I was like, did he's, he actually he's, go? He's not going. Like, what did he text me? What did he text me? He was saying so stupid that you just wouldn't be able to. Wouldn't be able to make it up. Was it worse than mine? Because I was just honest. No. So I texted him. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Oh, I should have, should have really planned for this, shouldn't I? <laughs> okay, so here it is. Um, I sent him the poster. Blah, blah, blah. He came back with, I forgot I said I'd stay in with Mel as she's cat sitting. That's not even a joke. I'll FaceTime you. And he just sent me a video. You can put this on the video if you want. I've had him, him with the cat. I was like, you are the worst fucking person is he, I know. If he, is he like really scared of his missus that he's not allowed out or is it i don't know oh, okay. i don't know but i was like come on <laughs> so i've just stopped asking him now and what annoyed me yeah. even more is he's adamant he's coming to the unsigned gig right at hotbox do you know why that is because <laughs> he's involved maybe yes i, do, I, I don't know <laughs> because it's about ollie as yeah, well exactly that. yeah and uh, but anyway uh but no castle main was really good um i think where it's free entry a lot of people turned up. Yeah. Because um, really you don't get many, like, free entry gigs, do you? Not really these days. No, but the couple we've played recently, mm. Castle, Maine, and... The one I came to, or not? What was the one before that? We've done two free gigs. It was free entry. And they've um, been really busy. People come to watch. Okay. Golden Fleece. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I genuinely think there is something in that. I don't know how promoters are going to get their head around it. If you can agree yeah. a deal with the venue... Free entry, but you take a certain cut of the bar. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the way forward. If you okay. want, because you know you get a busy crowd in there, the money that goes over the bars, you know, yeah, a lot. It's it would be definitely one for the venues and and promoters to sort out because yeah. I think that the way it is at the moment is the gigs that I've done and the ones that I'm looking at doing mm. is all a case of right, it's venue hire 
and then you take the door yeah. or whatever. Or we won't charge you anything for the hire. We'll take the bar, you take the door. So I think that, I think potentially I might be barking up the wrong tree a little bit, but maybe in the older days, it would have been a case of, right, it's going to be 500 pounds for the venue hire yeah. and then whatever. But I think these days they're realizing they're not getting that many people through the door. And mm-hmm. I think there's a, so, there are so many venues at the moment really struggling. It's because ticket prices are stupid. For, for, th- for these, I'll put it in a nice way, for the smaller bands yeah. and the smaller promoters, I, I think people are still charging full price. Well, you and, say and, that. And not I mean, realizing. That's yeah. just my, oh, that's a band opinion, I guess you could say. In my, yeah, I understand that. I think I've learned that lesson mm-hmm. in regards to ticket prices. I think the, the first two events we've done were too pricey, mm-hmm. but it was because my outgoings for that were pricey. Cover costs, yeah. Yeah, which we didn't even do. Um, to be honest, on the first on the first one we didn't, on the second one we did. So it, you know, it's a learning curve for me on that front. But I think that yeah, if you're charging over a tenner, I think it, it's it's very difficult to sort of for people to part with that amount of money at the moment. I do, yeah, I agree. Because once you know you've charged on the ticket price, yeah, then you want to have a two free drinks while they're there. Yeah, I thought they'd done fifty quid on the night. Well, me and Shah said that we went out for a certain gig, and um, people might be able to read between the lines here. Um, but it was yeah, for a, we had she had a, cro- a Corona was or it, San Miguel or something. Was it the last gig you went to potentially, but shush because we're she talked there. about on the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I had a Coke because I was driving, and yeah. she had San Miguel. And it was like eleven quid. And mm. I was like, Jesus. Do you know what? Right, I think that's anywhere oh. though. I don't think that's the. Venue. I was going to say that because yeah. I went to. So I'm in Wickford, like near between Chelmsford and Basildon, right? So we live there and me and a friend of mine on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So when you text me or when I text you, I was like, right, we're going to go for a pint. I haven't really had a drink properly in ages because I've felt so rough after going to that. <laughs> part. I told you about it, the cricket stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, I felt so rough after that that I haven't really had a drink. Mm. And um, anyway, so we went down to, it was like Friday, Friday afternoon and he was like, fancy a pint. And I was like, should we go out on our bikes? Because we haven't gone on our bikes. So we ended up at the pub and uh we had a cup we had a pint and we thought and i already knew i was going to walk there because i already thought mm, yeah i get the flavor so i got down there had a pint and usually it's a green king pub right nice. so we usually get green king it's like 250 a pint yeah right that was out so i was like oh i'll just have whatever ipa you've got and uh it was what was it icebreaker i think it was five pound 50 a pint two beers cost me 11 quid in wickford like fuck me it's all gone up Everywhere's London prices. It really (laughs) is, is, right? It really is. So, and I felt awful because I had like, I think I had three or four pints of that. I couldn't drink anymore. Mm. And then the next day I woke up quite hungover. So I I should have come to the gig. I should have driven to your gig. I should have had me Red Bull or whatever I had when I was at your other one. But no, the gig was good. Um, Kemi Queen, Witherbloom, Trash Monroe, female fronted bands. It was a really good night. Yeah. I saw Kirsty's photo of it was three yeah. of them, wasn't it? Here's a fun fact. Go that, on. That picture that we put on of Trash Monroe, Kemi Queen and Kirsty. Yeah. Jax Jones liked it. Oh I saw that. Yeah. I saw Kirsty's thing today. I, I was looking at it, I was like, why? Like he doesn't follow us. Right. How is he like all I can think of is I thought was he from Essex? No. no. I think he's from London. Yeah. All I can think of is maybe he's just he's just clicked on the hashtag new music and just liked the first picture he saw. I really don't know. Um, we followed him. He didn't follow us back. We thought, we thought it was like a... <laughs> Come on, Jack Jones. We thought it was like, you know, like, like a little teaser, you know. Do you think that he followed Trash Monroe? Didn't look, to be honest. <laughs> didn't look. Didn't look. But no, the gig was good. What, else, what else has happened in the last week? Oh, I got one for you. Go on. Which I know you're going to be interested in. I joined another band. Well, what? tomorrow. So tomorrow, last week, tomorrow. 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I've got band practice. For? With Louise Parker, who came on. Hey! Yeah, who came on a couple of weeks ago. We make things come true on we, this podcast. We do. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's tomorrow. Interesting. I'm going to join her and her band for a a, a playthrough to see. Where's to that? See, uh, card trick. Oh, cool. To see uh, to see if it works or not. Oh, nice. Um, so I've learned one song out of thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is and, that in prep for her um, homecoming gig in October? Yeah. Okay. To do with the intent of playing that with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then whatever else pops up. Oh, nice. Well, that'll, be, that'll be interesting, something different. Um, the songs, it's, re- it's really hard to learn someone else's songs. Completely different genre as well. Right? Yeah, that I'm trying to get my head around because mm. it's different to what we do. Um, but, you know, with, where it's our songs, you're, this is, I'm going to play like this. This is the bass line. Don't like it. Fuck yourself, basically. <laughs> this is how I wrote right, it. She's already, she has already made that very clear. When she was here and she was talking about um, the producer that she was working with. No, yeah. he doesn't touch. No, he does as he's told. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> so you know what you're getting but, yourself into. Credit to Louise. I said, like, can you send a bit, you know, a few bits across? I've got a rough idea of how to play them. Yeah. Within seconds, Google Drive link comes through. Set list. First song. Chord progressions or like a, a like a lyric sheet with the chords on it for that song. Right. Next song chords and it's all there. Wow. So there's no excuses. She does seem incredibly organised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember um, you saying to me before she even came on, you were like, she is like got yeah, yeah. every all the posts sorted for she the next however long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's been my. Oh, that's week interesting. So far. I was trying to I'd, out I'd like. Do you know what? I'd like to see. Well, I will come to that gig anyway. To, mm. Like you know, but I am interested to see. Well, I said that to us like you've done yourself out of a ticket there because I'm I'm, not, I'm now going to be playing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not buying a ticket for that. No, well, if, if you're playing, but I, I would like to see because it's such a contrast from what you usually are a part of. Yeah. So it will be very interesting mm. to see how that how yeah. that goes. I've even borrowed another bass. So I to play with it. Oh, really? So when we did the gig at Castle Main, I kind of fell out of my guitar. What do you mean you fell out of it? It just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. It just... Okay. I can't, I can't describe it. Like the, the, there was just something up. I was like, you're not sounding how I want. How did, did it sound when you came to see us? You're going to say no to be polite. It sounded very slap bassy, like, like the bass had gone from the bass. I, I didn't notice. That, That's it, not I mean, me being polite. That no, might just be was, the... I picked up in that gig. I was like, I'm not sure. Then the gig on Saturday, I was like, just Friday, so I was like, just sounds wank. Right. And everyone else said, no, no, it's fine. I was like, I can hear it. Yeah, if you can hear it and you've almost fallen, it's like, yeah, if you've fallen out of love with it, mm. then you're going to, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that. when we go to record on Saturday, we're going to Reading to record a new tune. Yep. It'll play a part in that because mm-hmm. it's all going through the processes and yeah. whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, I've borrowed, um, I'm quite lucky that George's granddad is also a musician. Oh, really? And plays everything. It's stupid what he's got. Right. So I was saying to him, like, the issues I'm having is, oh, you need to get yourself an active bass. I was like, I used to have one. Rubbish for recording. He's like, I got one upstairs. So he went and brought it down to Yamaha bass, which is lovely and perfect. He's like, have a jam with that for a few months. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll do. You have to stay in the good books now. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's that. That is that. Good. Sorry, yeah. I was just saying, I was just messaging... No, 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 you, if you, want, if you want to talk to your dad, you can No, you it's not my on. dad, it's the band, isn't it? They're uh, band, band. I think they're How's here. your so week been? My week has actually been all right. Although, like I say, I wish I'd come to the gig on mm-hmm. Friday. Um, I don't think drinking, even four pints, I can't do. No? Now. No, I'm getting old. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. Um, what I was going to say is our acoustic sessions for B will be online by the time you see this. Obviously, B Arnold was our guest last week. Mm-hmm. All of the acoustic sessions are now on. I've also put them on the website as well, so people can just go to unsignmuse.uk. Do you know what I did have a look back through? What did you have a look back the through? The Ariston have released Yellow Lines. They have. I went, from listening to that, 
Mm. I then went and watched the acoustic version he did. Yeah. Just just to compare the two, for my own curiosity. It would also be a good idea to then compare um, the live version that they did. Mm. Because it, it does sound very different. Yeah. So, and I don't know. It obviously, when you guys... So when you're writing... Mm-hmm. you have obviously got a way you want it to sound and sometimes there's a few flicks and tricks I imagine and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, for me, like it is a weird way. Like I, the way in which we, I think it's because I'm used to hearing the track the way I've heard it for the past few months. Right. So we your, heard your live version, the live yeah. version, which um, was mixed and we've played on radio mm-hmm. and it's on YouTube for everyone to go and watch it and listen back to and whatever. Um, but I've heard that in its sort of raw format, I suppose, mm. for so long. And then obviously hearing their, the um, radio edit, yeah, it does sound quite different to me. Yeah. No, no, I get that. I can, example, mm. flip version of that. When I was first getting into guitar music, and yeah. of course, obsessed with the Arctic Monkeys when I was younger, still am, um, who've got a new album out, which is very exciting, and a new song out as we speak. <laughs> today. It was released today. Was it today? It was today, yeah. Um, can't think of what it was called. Something about a car in it. Something about glitter ball. Oh, the, the single. Um, doesn't matter. I remember listening to Arctic Monkeys and sound, sound and how, sound and how, hearing how they sounded. Yes. There we go. So tight on the record. I'm thinking, bloody hell. Mm. Then seeing them live for the first time on TV and thinking, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's yeah. It's just, and then that, that was the first time it was really explained to me that the difference between the live music and the and the, and the singles. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not talking from that perspective. Okay. I don't feel that the. I yeah not in a bad way as in wow as in the comparison yeah not, yeah, not yeah. as in it's this is dreadful because no no of course not no I just um yeah no it just sounded very different and it was it's funny I was wondering at what point did, who makes the decision on the like effects of it because it wasn't like an effect of like it's not like if you were playing bass and you decided to do I don't know what the equivalent of a vibrato is but I don't know if you like you're doing something and you do a little solo bit where mm-hmm. you're being creative it wasn't that it was like quite obvious effects that have been put onto the so no onto the when single. I was here last week I said the band were sat going through yeah oh yeah they were so yeah. it's that kind of thing you sit through the demo right okay um even stuff like we've been to record gone back and gone this doesn't quite hit as much as we want it to mm. said to the producer can you just like get a snare or cymbal <laughs> Flip that round for us, mm. so it goes, yeah, into the into the, the, the yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Sample that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah, like, yeah. So see small bits like that. That when you get your, you know, you, you get the track back, you kind of get so many, not so many edits, but you get your kind of back and forth with the, the mm-hmm. guy in the studio again. Levels up, levels down, X, Y, Z kind of stuff. Can you overproduce a track? Yes, you can. Have you? Mm. Or has there been any tracks where you've I gone, think, oh, I we've think, got too many I kicks? I think we have. Yeah. But not by choice. Right, okay. Cloned. Right. I think it, was, it became too overproduced. The whole track is muddy. Right, Not muddy, okay. but it's just... We Manesh, can hear shut you. Up. <laughs> right, hey, shush. Bloody <laughs> Trying to run a professional <laughs> podcast here. You're banging around. <laughs> um... The, the, the what was I saying? Oh yes, the cloned is yeah. is, is it's muddy slightly, but that's right. where it's just got so much on it. It's just the compression is. Oh okay. That's that's where it comes from that side of things. But I think you can overproduce a track, or just spend too much time trying to produce the track. That yeah, that I think what it's doing. I get we've we've discussed it with artists before, where it's been a case of we've been some artists that have gone i'm happy the track throw it out there see what happens mm. and there's been other artists on the complete contrast of that that have almost like overthunk overthinked overthunk overthunk overthunked it 
much, over too much it. funk. <laughs> too much funk for that track. I, um, no, I think you can. I think you can yeah. overthink the track or what your what your plans are. Mm. Like we've got, um, I don't know if you've seen on Spotify. Well, at the moment, just artists doing it. Big. I've seen. I've seen Shaggy do it. And band, Shaggy, Shaggy, and the band Ghost. Yeah, right. Um, they've released. I think it was a thing on TikTok of a slow, not slowed down. You can still tell it's the track, but like a. You slow it down slightly, it gets an extra 30 seconds on the track. Right, That's okay. how much it slows down. And then put reverb on the whole track. And then just releasing that as a track. I've not seen it. So what, what would be the, what's the point um, of that? It was a trend on TikTok. Oh, I think so. So, so I've seen bigger bands go, right, bam, slow the track down. Just the original track, slow it down, chuck a load of reverb on it, off it goes. Right, okay. Um... What are you doing? They've they've texted me. They're waiting. At, they're early oh, and they're they waiting can outside. Stand outside, can't they? <laughs> but no, that, that, that is something I've seen at the moment as well. So we've 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 humoured the idea of that. Right. Okay. And just don't think about it. Do it. Done. Send it off. I think there is a part of that, isn't it? Because you want to make sure it's what you've actually. When you've got an idea and you've produced something, you don't want to go too too far away from what the original idea was because yeah. it can, can turn into a completely different track, can't it? But then when we had like Eliza Mayton, she said that she'd come up with like a riff. And she couldn't find anything for it to go on. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until I think she said it was edge of this, not edge this way, edge of this. Um, and she actually found it. She goes, oh, that fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you can have, if you had tracks like that where you've gone, oh, this would be perfect for this. Oh, it hasn't quite worked. And then you put it onto a different track. Because uh, they know. I think of a bass line in Project 2. Mm. I mean, you know it. <laughs> yeah 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 no the baseline for project two i was quite keen to get that into a song quite sharpish right okay just because i thought it was really good yeah um and it didn't quite go into right. whatever mm. i was trying to squeeze it into so it had to and eventually went oh actually it fits it fits this quite nicely yeah that's what i mean that you have an idea for something and mm. it doesn't quite fit there so you yeah. find another home for it i think originally it was the baseline to medications oh really um but it, was just, that track. it was just too much Right. So into Project 2, the chords or the notes, the root notes got changed to match the song. Right, okay. And it, it sounded a lot better and it worked. There you go. There you go. That's my example. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So gig-wise, no, yep. no, no, I'm not, I'm not proposing. Um, gig-wise... Imagine that on camera. <laughs> that would be an exclusive. It would, yeah. Um, Charlotte would be furious. If we had the opportunity to do a gig, we've discussed this briefly off-pod, but if we had the opportunity to do a gig somewhere mm-hmm. on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or a Wednesday, mm-hmm. what would you choose and why? And they're the only days that are available. Say them again. Sunday. Sunday to Wednesday. Sunday to Wednesday. Yeah. It's hard. But it is hard. Do you not think? Like if you was gonna yeah. go, if you was gonna go watch a gig, Sunday, mm. I imagine, tell me if I'm wrong, you've got the kids to sort out. We have. And they've got school the next day. Yeah. If you turn around to Charlotte. 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 Oh, Charlotte, yeah. Sound like Charlotte. Charlotte. To Charlotte and say, go into a gig. She'd go, yeah. like, like, fuck, are you? Bath mm. time. Yeah, I suppose We've so. already got dinner, bath, and homework to do. Yeah. No, I suppose it's, so. It's, but then, but what's better that, like, is it better to do it on a Sunday or is it better than to do it midweek Wednesday? Like, it depends on the location it, of the gig, It really gig, probably. is hard. I, I don't know. It's, it's not We just say, no, sorry, we can't do it's that. It's not one we've ever done before. Well, basically, because we've got, we're, Obviously, we've got a gig coming up in September, end of September, mm-hmm. for future hits and unsigned. But we do have the opportunity to go elsewhere and do some more unsigned gigs. So we have people from Cambridge area going to a gig that yeah. 
because we get so many submissions from i think i calculated earlier we've had like 500 submissions in total across unsigned and future wow, hits which is a hell of a lot of new music there's a hell of a lot of new music and most of those are playing on future hits as we speak oh sorry i tuned in the other day to just just future hits oh, just right. to see oh, what was i looking for i was trying to check the link that i was sending to people was actually working yeah first song that came on was project two admissions it was like now playing i was like no. You played your own track in your show yesterday. No, no, shameful. <laughs> no, we've, we've got a good thing going on that. Like I'll play, I'll play admissions or grace or Abby, yeah, yeah, um, and they'll do the same. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I don't know no, if you I have yeah. Abby's done it as well. Everyone scratches, scratches yeah. each other's back. Well, you got it, haven't you? I've still yeah. got to write my track. <laughs> I can't wait. But what I was going to say is that where we've got the opportunity to do gigs elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So Cambridge is an example. Right, Cambridge yeah. gig has got to be on a Saturday, maybe a Sunday, from the location for, from our, our perspective yeah. where it is. But again, like you say, going out on a Sunday, you're really going to want to go and do that. But then something I've just thought of is you the that's Cambridge. Mm. It's got a university. It's got a very big university. It has, yeah. It's got a couple. It in has, fact. yeah. So if you're near Cambridge Uni, yeah, the uni students don't give a monkeys, do they? If it's no, I suppose not. What day of the week it is? Um, or if you were somewhere like let's just say. Manchester. Mm. It's got a big music scene. Yep. People are going to go watch it anyway. Anyway. Maybe it's just day, our yeah. neck of the woods. The music scene's not as strong when it comes yeah, to maybe. Like maybe that's what we're going off of. Well, we're looking, I'm looking to sort of try and set up a couple more gigs um, over the, before the end of the year, basically. And I'm looking, we've got venues that are interested around. Obviously, we've got mm-hmm. Hot Boxing Chumps, we're doing our event there. We've got 21 in South End that we can do events there. And we've also spoken to a couple of places in Cambridge as well that are interested. So it is. It's, it's interesting to be able to do that, but it's just, again, geographically and timing-wise, just finding the right... I guess you've got to take we... a punt, haven't you? You don't know until you've done it. No, I know, but it's a hell of a it's punt. It's a costly punt. It's a costly... <laughs> don't, don't get that wrong. <laughs> no, it's a costly punt. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, I've actually got this working today. I was just going to do some quick news before we then sign off on section one. What? Just, see, see, see if I get a preview of the of the news. I think I've I think I've said most of it the other day anyway, um, but we'll do we'll redo it. So we have got um, oh, Alex Francis has got oh this would have gone out by Thursday, so don't matter. But don't worry because he's going to be at the Six Six Bar in Cambridge on the sixth of October, and Ocean Floors Ocean Floors Lawless. Yeah, they have got a gig on the fourteenth of October at um, the Colours of Hoxton with Katie for Kings supporting, mm. but. They also, by the time this goes out, have presented their first show on Future Hits. Yep. So if you want to go back and watch that, listen to that. Listen to that on Mixcloud. Yes. Just search for Future Hits Radio and you can go back and listen to that. Very excited to have them on board. They're doing a monthly show. Lucky them. What do you mean, lucky them? A monthly show. That's that's a a really good thing to put out. Yeah. As in, I was going to say, it's it's doing a weekly one. Yep. And I'm sure you agree. Yep. Is a lot of upkeep. It is. So doing a monthly one, they've, they've 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 got the slot right on that one. Yeah, I think I think the thing is, it, it depends how many. So as an example, right, we've got seven, eight presenters, but you're one show, mm-hmm. so we've got eight show, seven well, shows. Call it seven presenters. Ollie's just a. He's like, the, like take a kid to work. <laughs> he's a funny <laughs> kid though. He, he's ticked up the other day of where can I watch future hits? This is a leaf or whatever. It I wasn't was. expecting that. It was so, quite so, funny. I, was like, I just need the ten seconds of you going go check out Mixcloud. It was funny, um, but we've got seven shows. So it is nice to get more submissions, show mm-hmm. submissions, not just artist submissions, yeah. show submissions through the door. Because I know that there's going to be weeks where, like Grace couldn't do a show last week because she was so busy performing and being on, uh, you know, so she couldn't do a week. So we replayed one of her other shows. So it's just one of those things. It's all a balance. Didn't act. know that was an option. There's us trying to get two or three weeks ahead of ourselves. <laughs> well, obviously, if everyone can get two or three weeks ahead of themselves, that'd be perfect, so wouldn't it? Churning out old shit. 
well, yeah, you, there's not a montage. The, yeah. <laughs> it was a montage. Together. It was a montage. Um, Gia Lilly's announced her gig at uh, the Underbelly in Hoxton on the 1st of October as well. Been invited to that one, so that'll be good to get down to that one if we can. Nice. Um, and that's basically what we're going to do for the news because I'm conscious that the guys are waiting outside. Have and you got any news? Them. Have I got any news? No, news? not really. No? No, not really. Not really. I've been invited to a gig on Thursday, but I'm not sure I can go because it's like two short notes for the kids and stuff. Where's that? Uh, King's Cross. Yeah. So, but I'm not sure I can get to that. But yeah, thank you very much to everyone who's inviting us to gigs. It is really, uh, we do really appreciate it. If we can get down or if any members of the team can get down, we will try our very, very best. But Ollie won't be coming. Ollie, don't invite Ollie. No, no, he won't be disappointed. He won't be making it. He'll come in here at some point and we'll be able to rip and shreds for you. Right, we're going to have a quick break and we'll be back in section two with... Bird Lung. There we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. As some of you may know, I'm an ambassador for MATES, which is Mental Health Awareness through Educational Speaking. They're a peer-to-peer support group. They're based in Essex, but they've got a group on Facebook, and uh, there's a load of great ambassadors out there all offering out some support. Uh, If you want more information, go to their website, weareyourmates.com. But let's get back to the episode. The Unsigned Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast Section 2. We are joined by Third Lung. Miller and Tom, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Yeah, man, good. Thanks Thanks for for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. No worries, thanks for coming in. No, pleasure. Sorry you were delayed outside waiting for us to open the door for you. I know, someone was recording (laughs) an intro apparently and we were stuck outside. I'm sure it was raining, wasn't it? It Let's make it sound worse than it it was. Yeah, it was chucking it down. down. As you can see. Chucking it down. Keeping the artiste waiting. (laughs) Disgusting behaviour. Yeah, I do apologise. I had to wait for one artiste to get here. What kind of artist? <laughs> you can't. You. you can't arrive on time. That's going to be fashionably late. Yeah, I know. You went. You done all right though. An hour. Yeah, hour five minutes. Yeah, you done all From right, mate. Essex. From Chelmsford, yeah. Chelmsford, yeah. Nice one. Yeah, and parked bang outside the door as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I took it to move up just so anyone else spot, could get in. Though spot was saved for the uh, yeah. for me. <laughs> I didn't save it. How was you in the road then? <laughs> Just sitting there. What are you doing? Yeah. Right, we've had we've had twenty minutes of us chatting shit. Stop it. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. Thank you very much for coming in. Could you introduce people to yourselves to who else who isn't here as an example? Who isn't here? Well, we were just a slag and off the rhythm section, so we might as well start. Quite with right. Yeah, but they don't know that because we hadn't pressed record yet. So now uh, you uh, forgot about that bit. Too late. Um, so, so drummer let's slag Sam. Them off again. Just yeah. Know what yeah, they're <laughs> absolute. Yeah, um, so Sam Sam War is our drummer and Rob Jakes is the bass player mm-hmm. the guy that cuts people daggers when they uh, make mistakes uh, on yeah. stage yeah. Uh, that's the guy um, I'm Tom I'm the lead singer and, uh, and uh, I'm Cams I'm the lead guitarist backing singer how so, long have you guys been performing together? too bloody long mate mm-hmm. too bloody too long, long. Um, um, currently this has been going for about I joined five years ago yeah so that's <laughs> That's the short answer. <laughs> right. There's a much but, longer answer. But you guys, the three of you, uh, 2014, did you guys? Uh, yeah, I think so. Something together, like that. We yeah. were messing around as a free piece for a long time. But right. the, mm. the plan was always to, to find a lead guitarist because I certainly am not that. Right. Um, I bash away on chords and, and try to write some songs. Mm. Um, but yeah, we sort of um, tried like 10 different players and it just wasn't a fit. It never was, you know. So we just messed around as a free piece, recorded an album called In the Chrysalis in yeah, 2014. And then eventually uh, 
ground way, Camilla yeah. down and she by the way finally... I'm not a lead guitarist I'm a you singer are a lead I was guitarist. a singer songwriter rhythm guitarist my whole life and then these guys are like ah just do it give it a go, go on, do it so yeah. I did so how did you guys know each other then um Reading College was mm. the place uh, mm. where it all happened uh, <laughs> um many moons ago um I was a drummer back in those days right uh, and Cams and I uh, helped form a band called Yankee Nine Niner, mm. uh, and that was a four-piece, five-piece. Yeah, it was a five-piece. Five yeah. um, we got signed pretty quickly in that outfit. Ended up recording at Metropolis Studios, you know, up the cool. road there. Um, did that. Um, I remember like messing around on Freddie Mercury's piano yeah, in the in the library. Lovely. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty cool experience that. Didn't last, uh, <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> the um, basically, we all kind of went our sort of set. Well, the lead singer went his se um, separate ways to to that band, and the four of us carried on in a band called The Alive. Again, I was the drummer, and then we kind of yeah just did the circuit for a couple of years, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and then gradually, I just started picking up the guitar. Decided mm -hmm. I was a singer, right? You know, the audacity of it, um, and then yeah, that's kind of. Kind of the uh, you met Rob. You met Rob years ago. Yeah, you, some Rob's dodgy pub in like the middle of Tylerst, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Tylerst. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit. Young. He's a little bit younger than us, Rob. Believe it or not, he looks older than us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, I mean, he's a fantastic bass player. But you guys met him. He's been with you like the whole time. Mm. And then he sort of tried out various drummers and that. Yeah, he is the and most valuable think, player, I think, in the band. It's got to be said. Yeah. I'll keep that is that why he sets the standard so high in case you do screw up and that's why he's giving yeah. the daggers out? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. He's setting the standard. What happens when he screws up? Oh, oh it's oh, amazing. Oh, it's it so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Like the three of us just look at each other like with glee. He, you know, he's and just, human. Uh, we do, yeah, human. we just stare and point at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at that stage. Um it's phenomenal. It happens very rarely. It's got to be said. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he is a phenomenal player. He is, yeah. you know. But his singing voice is awful. So we've got that on him. I've never heard it. It's terrible. Is it just that's <laughs> it? Just... No, I'm joking. He's, no, I'm joking. He's just he's so embarrassed to sing. Oh really? Yeah, he's so like self conscious about singing. Right. And he's got quite a low range, so it'd be perfect for like harmonies and mm. stuff. Mm. But yeah, just can't get it out of him. No. You do. You did a bit back in the other shouting. Um, it was it's shouting. shouting. It's shouting. Well, I, I can't. What was see. the lyric? Give us a little. Uh... No. <laughs> Straight up. No. I don't. I don't. No. It's, it's, it was. That was daggers, right? It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Bass player again. That's what it was. <laughs> no, I can't sing. No. I learned that very uh, quite a young age. Somewhere on YouTube, there is a video of me singing some backing vocals with Kirsty. Oh, okay. And then that just got rinsed throughout friendship Excellent. group, at school, college. Beautiful. Yep. Now, so it's like. It's just been drummed into you. Just don't fucking do it. Don't ever try it. Yeah. Yeah. But you had to, didn't you? At the gig I'm thinking of, when we when you were performing the other week, you mm. had to. Cause... But I always do that bit. Oh, you do? Oh, because yeah, it's, it's shouting. Just, yeah, but there was just the microphone happened <laughs> to be so on. I'm so curious. What type of, sh what sort of, like, sc you talking screaming? It wasn't that. It it's, wasn't... Just, it's just shouting coming for you. Which it? sounds it? weird, like just on its own, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I just don't it? shout that down the street. No, which yeah, is yeah. It is what it is, isn't it? But so yeah. is it coming for you, or is it coming for you? <laughs> That's a question. When we was recording it, went on for hours. Yeah, oh, I think it right. is coming for you. Yeah, not think... I'm coming for you. Not I'm coming for you. Coming for you. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's, that's taking it completely yeah. different the wrong way now. How do you, uh, how do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you never look at me in the eyes again. <laughs> Next time you come to the gig, I'm going to sing it and just... 
Eyes locked with you the oh whole, whole four and a half God. minutes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Eight, so min- eight minutes have been in here, and then yeah. we've gone to that level already. Yeah. Good. Brilliant. Fucking hell. Well, we were talking about that. That's the stuff that takes, isn't it? That's yeah. always the stuff that takes. You know, we've got, um, I think I was telling you before. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've, like, for all the work that we put into, like, all our posts and releases and all the rest of it, you know, the crap. Mm. We put up one silly video um, of us uh, behind the stage at some festival uh, getting ready to leave, I think. And Camilla hops out of the car. This is the whole video. She hops out of the car. She runs up to rob the, the poor bass player's uh, car. <laughs> which is just sort of always filthy. You know, it's just <laughs> disgusting how filthy it's got. The, perfect the, layer of dirt. The inside is worse than the outside. But anyway, she runs up to a car, his car, and what are you going to do with a car like that? That's, you know, that's filthy like that. You're going to draw a bus shuttle cock on it, aren't you? Obviously, yeah. So she draws the perf- perfect... Um, uh, representation yeah, there um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, comes back in the car and she goes oh I've got a dirty finger and last time we checked it's got like pushing like 4,000 likes on Instagram and 900,000 people have watched Man, it or something like that it's, it's just really insane and it's, it's like, heartening as well isn't it it is oh, yeah. Try, trying to pull them to the <laughs> fucking gig man yeah, Jesus Christ exactly. even like you mentioned earlier when you, when you told us that you could spend hours making a music video the promo yeah, clips yeah. all the things you want to do mm-hmm. yeah 100% just a cock on a car is, yeah, is, is just what the people want <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it yeah, I would do another one, but I'm scared it won't do as well. No, so it won't. Just, you can't. A little moment. Caught. You can't recreate. It's those impromptu ones. It's those magical moments. You can't recreate that. You've got to get him on the inside of his car when it's misted up. That would it forever. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> that doesn't go... You've done that before. Probably no, when I was I know a what kid. You mean. Yeah, yeah, it depends how dirty that yeah, window so, you know, is. Someone's car misses up like conversation yeah, yeah. or something. You're thinking like... Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, go on, what am I thinking? Especially Rob, because he definitely won't clean those windows. Didn't we have a photo shoot once at a bus shelter and wasn't there a bus shelter car? Behind like one been. of us, sure, I'm sure. It got edit, oh, did out. it? Yeah, we blurred it out. Oh, ah, so you would have got a million views ages ago that's if you left it yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> overproduced. That's what that was. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're having a conversation earlier about um, when you release a track. Like, obviously, they, we've had quite a, quite a few artists on here that have gone right. We've got our track. We're ready for it. It's going out. But there've been some artists who have really held back and really been like, right, we don't want to release that until we've got X, Y, and Z line up mm-hmm. and all that. So we get on to because I know you guys are doing something like that because you've got something coming out in November. Um, mm-hmm. But what would when do you guys think the perfect time to release a track is? Because there was a track we were discussing earlier where it's like it's been waiting for so long to be released. Mm-hmm. All of that build up. It's mm-hmm. like obviously you don't want to make sure there's any any climax or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like yeah, at what point do you go? That's enough. Get it out there. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I guess it's tricky, isn't it? Because so the, the, what we've got going on in November is the we've got an album, debut yeah. album coming out on the fourth. Is that right? That is correct. Playing around the with fourth. some dates recently. Thank God you're it. But um, yeah, so obviously that was recorded at the beginning of the year. <coughs> so from basically the first day of being in the studio mm. in January, we literally planned out the whole year. And we knew we'd definitely release it at the end of the year. Right. Um, and there's basically just a single release strategy, and we've just gone with that, haven't it's we? It's pretty old school, really. You yeah. Know, kind of like three single releases, release, drop the album, and then mm-hmm. a couple of singles mm. are like are planned after that with the occasional B-side kind of chucked in. It's like really old school, but you right. know, quite like that. Um, and it kind of gives us a bit of freedom as well to like chuck out a few of the ch- tunes that we've been messing <coughs> around with at home, just sort of like really DIY kind yeah. of bedroom studio kind of vibe. Just get those out too, uh, which is really nice. But 
um, I really related to what Rob was saying, uh, what you were saying earlier about <clears throat> just sort of like, what do you do? Do you take it a single at a time or, or yeah. do you just sort of bite the bullet and like go for that body of work, go mm. for that album? Because we've been through It's hard. That. Oh man, like knowing when, really when hard, to yeah. do it, it's mm. like, I don't, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think if you look at all the metrics, you wouldn't sort of say to us, right, this is the, you know, you're ready now to release an album, but mm-hmm. we just got fucking sick of waiting. Yeah, we're an album. Yeah. I think we're, I think like so many other bands, we want to create a body of work, you know what I mean? That we're proud of. So we just found a way to do it, to mm. be honest with you. We're very lucky that we've got phenomenal relationships with, um, like our producer is like the main one, I'd say. Um, shout out to Michael Smith, uh, absolute legend. Um, he's enabled us to sort of to do what we're doing, and we've sort of we've kind of um, we've come up together in in many ways. You know, he's really f- like helped us um, develop our sound and and all the rest of it. Um, but I think having that target, like right, the album's coming out then, mm. and you've got the whole year to plan. That was a massive like um, focusing. Mm exercise it's yeah. like right now we've got work to do now do you know what i mean yeah yeah and uh, and i i think that's really accelerated our our growth and pushed us along so you i think you, in retrospect it's like shit make sure you always give yourself a target mm. you know to aim at because otherwise yeah. you're you know you're gonna hit thin air if you don't have that you know? so how long from the point of the album being finished to the point when you sat there went okay we, we can start looking at a date how long has it been ready for i think we when was it mastered it was mastered on St. Paddy's Day, it wasn't was it? It was Paddy's Day, wasn't it? Yeah. I can remember that, sort of. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was the de- designated driver that night. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, it was mastered on St. Paddy's Day uh, yeah. this year. Um, but it was, you know, so we were f- we were throwing mixes around for quite mm. a while trying to get it right. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so well, mastered on St. Paddy's Day. I think the sort of plan was kind of there fairly early. What singles to release? That, that's been an interesting one. I think mm. we kind of knew that Laura and Lo High were mm. definitely going to be in the first batch. Yeah, uh, We've only sort of recently, in the last few weeks, decided on the third single, which will come out. You have to remind me of that day. I think it's October, isn't it? Yeah, 7th of October. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what also, uh, you know, ne- early next year, we're not just going to release the album and then forget about it. We're going to... Mm old school release some singles afterwards as well mm. so you know it really gets like full treatment so everyone really knows sort of what it's all about but we haven't chosen those singles yet because no. we're kind of testing it's quite nice to let people hear them sometimes and yeah. then they give you a bit do of you feedback. think when you recorded the album mm. you would have been in a certain headspace or certain not character but you would have had a certain no, I'll just say certain headspace of what you wanted the album to sound like mm. where that was back then and it was mastered back then mm. do you think you've moved on from that Yes. To the point where you go, <laughs> to, to the point where you go, we're going to release it, but that's not really what we're about anymore. No, I mean, <laughs> sound-wise, maybe. Yeah, no, it's such a good question. Yeah, I, mm. I think we're we're quite, um, we love writing, and we, I, I hate to say like we're prolific, but we're fairly active, you know, mm. um, and we we write regularly, so we do have a lot of material, like we're building up all this material. Hence, why we were like, let's just let's get this album out. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you can't just sit on it forever in a day. Um, I think we have, we have, we are developing all the time, but I do feel that when this album comes out, it will fairly represent kind of where you're at now. Yeah. I mean, we've, uh, but saying that we've already chucked in one of our new songs, mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's called Pinstripe Maroon, I think it's called, isn't it? Um, uh, we're chuck- we've already chucked that in at the end of the set as well, just because, you know, we get excited about... Mm. I mean, I think nice. that's the... Yeah. That's a bit of discipline that has to come in because a lot of our fans sort of say, well, how's about all these songs that you released on Dialogues of the Fatal Few, for yeah, instance, yeah. an EP that we put out last year? Um, how's about playing some of those? Mm. So, you know, you've got... It's a bit mm. tricky trying to balance that. Um, it's quite funny because one thing we've done is the last time we listened to the album was probably a few days after mastering, just to w- or when we got the masters back, just uh-huh. check it all over, and then that was it. We all agreed not to listen to it, so none of us have listened to it until, until we get the record. Until we get the vinyl, then we'll sit down and listen to it. Because yeah. otherwise, you literally get mm. sick of it, <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, right, yeah. oh no, I'm bored of it. So we were talking about this the other day, and then that way, when it comes out we can sort of enjoy it with fans, yeah. hopefully, while they're listening yeah. to it. Otherwise, you know, you do get sick of it. Mm. <laughs> so what are you doing about your set list then? Because you had a festival, was it Wokenham Festival you've done this yeah. weekend? Yeah. And you've got a couple coming up as well in events. So what are you doing with your set list for that? Are there many from the album that are on that? Yeah, we, we're starting to sort yeah. of trickle them in. Um, but we play a lot of the dialogues, uh, so the last EP. Mm. Um, we'll play a couple of old ones as well, and then obviously current singles. Mm. Depending on how long the sets are, yeah. we sort of pad them out either with a couple of new ones. Again, just testing the water, seeing how people... Mm. And, you know, it's, it's quite a good way of seeing, um, you know, the reaction to those songs, whether you or not it could be a single, to be mm. honest. Cause yeah, people, that's and, and everyone's opinion's different. And normally our opinion's wrong. Like what we want a single to <laughs> yeah. be. A lot of people are like, no, 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 that's you so need to true, do this yeah. one over here. Yeah, you so you get emotionally attached to it. Do you them. find out when you release a, a single, a track, wherever it may be, you think this is going to be the one yep and then you look at your spotify and go it's not even in the top five every single time yeah i think time. that about podcasts, podcasts. <laughs> yeah this one's gonna fucking smash it yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, is that yeah. it what? Oh, then you look back and go why are people listening to this one this one's so much better Mate, yeah, yeah so it's, true it's, yeah it's no good, isn't it no <laughs> you're gonna, oh, shit. no i have no i i have thought that but i won't tell you okay. which one but yeah, it's quite, have, not about any of your tracks by the way that's a bit harsh bit personal no yeah, what? Yeah. well we did come with dialogues was quite funny is because uh, that was a four we recorded four tracks in the studio so they're, they're big you know big production and all the rest of it and then we you recorded just a yeah, the piano art of, ste- art of stealing, it's called. There's like yeah. a fifth extra track sort of thing. And that got loads of radio play. <laughs> it did yeah, so much. Like, That's the one. Mm. Literally, Tom just did it at home. It didn't cost anything. I don't even really so. play the piano, <laughs> really, to be completely honest. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a big, probably shouldn't confess it, um, but there's a big long pause in the middle of it. And it's literally me, like, getting ready. Like, oh, where's that chord again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort of, um, like, but I recorded it once, got all the way through it. And I was like, right, it, that, that's it. Like, that, yeah. that can stay like that. But when it came to recording the vocal, it really worked. It, mm. like, gave me a little second I just to kind of... Because it it's quite an yeah. emotional song, to be fair. Um, and that ended up getting, like, a track of the week on, like, our local BBC intro mm. kind of vibe, which was People quality. loved it. And yeah. I literally just threw it together mm. at home. But it, it, I was... It was a real cool vibe that yeah. know, I had going with it. But in terms of, like, being technically recorded in uh, an amazing way no not at all i just yeah. made sure it didn't go into the red and that's pretty much it <laughs> didn't peak you didn't okay. peak yeah and i was like all right michael sort that out for me uh, you yeah. know um, yeah. but yeah it's it's really hard to people like that change in dynamic i think because our tracks are quite full-on like there's, mm. there's a lot in them mm. so just a nice simple piano track is quite nice a bit of contrast in i there. think so yeah i mean like we don't you know our, our sets are quite 
you know, they're quite full on mm. our live gigs and stuff. Although the Laura, when we did the um, single release for Laura in Reading, uh, we did actually do uh, some stripped back songs, didn't we, with uh, keys and stuff, and that actually went down really well. Yeah, that was quite interesting so, actually um, to do that. Yeah, mm. of a different sort of different side. Who's it. playing keys then? Both do a little bit. I yeah. do a little bit, and Tom does right. a little bit. Camilla's well. more convincing than me. Uh, no, you really are. <laughs> you really are. I, it's the same. It, it's the same vibe when I started playing guitar. To be honest with you, as soon as I could learn, as soon as I learned like three or four chords, mm. I was like, right, I'm ready to write a song now. Mm. And yeah. that's always my instinct. I just want to write a song. Right. So I am really. I can be quite lazy in terms of. Uh, um, I don't know honing the craft. I suppose. Um, I I do enjoy playing guitar now, but. Um, yeah, I'm just I just want to write a song. That's mm. kind of my whole thing. thing with, yeah, yeah, to be fair. Do you take different roles within the band then? So obviously, if you're saying you you write the songs, everyone else I imagine has their own vibe. But what brings who brings what else to the party then? It has developed a, a hell of a lot. Like, mm. so I mean, Low High is a really good example, actually. I think. Yeah, that was nice. And that was like um, second single from the album, mm -hmm. and it was the last one to be written before we went in the studio. So lovely experience, actually. Producer sort of said, like, right, we've got these ten tracks. Uh, we need one more. And I think you need this type of song. So mm. he gave me a reference track. And it happened to be um, U2's um, Sometimes You Can't Make It On Your Own. Right. Um, so I just sort of, with that kind of in mind, I sort of listened to it a couple of times and then sort of forgotten about it because I was like, right, I don't want to just rip this song off, even though it's uh, amazing. But um, I ended up um, just going home pretty quickly and had the, I think it was like the verse and the bridge of the song, uh, just chords and melody mm. and lyrics kind of thing brought it to the guys and can't like the the you know the riff the, the, the signature riff that you hear on it that's all cams and then yeah me rob and well all of us didn't we like the four of us just went to went to work on it and then developed the chorus from there so that added mm. that was added later and for as as far as being a songwriter that was a that was a massive eye-opener to me actually just hashing it out in the rehearsal room mm. Mm. you know it was really i really enjoyed that really enjoyed that yeah yeah so you came up with the initial idea and then you all built on top of that to yeah. become the, yeah. the whole song i, I mean I often like I sometimes <clears throat> i'll write a tune and it you know like really simple chords and stuff and it'll have a bit of a I don't know, you listen to it and you think, oh, this sounds so cheesy. Right. And then I just lob it at them. And it's like, because <laughs> I don't really, like, you know, there's a tune we're working on at the moment. Mm. And the aim is for me to just to get out of the way now. It's right, like, okay. we've, we've kind of got the, the chord sequence, we've got the structure, you know, I know what I'm doing melodically and stuff. Mm. And now I need to get on, kind of get out of the way and let these guys do what they do. do you know what hand mean? it over. Yeah, so they can make it sound cool, basically. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, <laughs> Add so. the flair. Yeah, no, it really is because Cam's is kind of like she's edgier than edge. This one, no, so <laughs> no, you know, so we've all got sort of different sort of influences and disciplines, I think, as well, which can make it quite interesting. Yeah, like yeah. Sam's got an, an like an incredible kind of funk um, flair. Mm. You know, his like favorite artist is Shaka Khan, mm. which is. Um, which is you don't, you don't hear that much. You don't hear it much, no, do you? No, he no. absolutely no, no, no. fucking loves Shaka Khan. Yeah. Like, absolutely loves her. Um, he's not actually. He's not actually a big rock music fan. It's no. quite funny. But that might be that might be why it kind of works really mm. well with what he does because he's not thinking rock. Mm. If that makes sense, so no. it just it gives the songs like a really cool just edge to them mm. the rhythm section for sure although saying that he loves like bands like Foo Fighters and yeah mm. you know well you know a few tunes kind of thing but then mm. um one band that he 
loves that we saw recently actually at, um we played um lake fest in i don't know if you've come across it in herefordshire it's a wicked festival uh, and reef played the main stage oh really oh mate they smashed it they absolutely smashed it. It's one of the coolest sets I've ever seen. In my yeah. life. He, they've they've really, uh, it, to, to my ears, really leaned into the whole um, kind of, what am I trying to, Black Crows uh, right. kind of vibe. And the dude's voice is just insane mm. live, insane live. Um, but yeah, it Sam, wicked, wicked it was, yeah. When you so you said you've got different different influences, who would you say each of your biggest influences have been? Uh, I think mine's definitely like a, very much like an indie sort of influence. When I, I grew up, um, yeah, right. definitely Oasis, um, Travis, Stereophonics, that kind of stuff. Mm. When I was sort of younger, those are the bands that I was really into. Mm-hmm. And actually there were tons of bands around sort of back then, um, which you don't often hear of now. But um, yeah, so that was that was definitely me. Then I eventually got into like really heavier rock sort of at college. And when stuff. you discovered ACDC, it was hilarious. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. I was, yeah, I am a big fan. <laughs> Camilla yeah. was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, because it seemed like it was like really old music back then. But then I listened and I was like, no, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the same as Zeppelin as well. Like when you discover these like legacy mm. bands, you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, but, but, you know, just th- that's, that's what I listened to when I was like 11, 12. And I think that those sort of bands stick with you for quite a long time and you don't realise the influence they have on you mm. when you play later on I listen back to like those old albums now and I'm like oh I kind of sound like that now you know mm. it, it's just in there yeah it's a really good point yeah, yeah kind of just interesting, yeah, yeah sort of bleeds through you a little bit mm, I think so mm. yeah, yeah yourself uh, for me uh, I think that the album that just changed shit for me was uh, Joshua Tree uh, U2 so that, that and then I just sort of sunk deeply into like their stuff and Foo Fighters like those first three albums uh, just sort of devoured those on repeat kind of thing um, those were the two main ones I think um, and then I mean I, I was a drummer so I used to be into some really random shit back in mm, the day like right. I used to I used to listen to quite a lot of um, like big band music like mm. I used to love like big band jazz drummers like Louis Belson and Buddy Rich and Gene Kruber and stuff like this kind of got into that and then had a little stint of doing a bit of Afro-Cuban wow. kind of music like kind of loved a bit of Latin and stuff uh, I tried to play that stuff. right do you know what I mean I loved it um but it wasn't until I met Cam's at um Reading College that kind of really went hard on the kind of the, the rock drumming and it, Sort of discovered Zeppelin probably when I was about 16, 17. And then just like every drummer, I was like, right, I want to be Bonham. You know, like mm. that's, I want a 26 inch bass drum. You know what mm. I mean? Um, I've got to share with them as well. When you discover the doors, that was oh, hilarious. Yeah, the doors was a massive one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You literally woke up the next day and a packet of red Marlboros. Like your hair was down here, you had the Cubans on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what happened to you? Yeah. I literally just watched the film. Yeah, I was <laughs> all, like, all the albums. I was so sh- like, <laughs> like it's so clean cut, like short back and sides, and then yeah, I've, that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Very clean. <laughs> <laughs> Very clean cut. <laughs> Squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, the doors were yeah, a massive one. Yeah. 
big one. Like, yeah. What's yours? What would you say yours is? I know obviously with Nazi monkeys because we've touched on that. Why is it like an artist that you discovered? When you were like, fuck me, they're amazing. And they've in- and you look back now and you go, actually, I've got a bit of influence from them. <laughs> I don't know about the influence side of things, but th- like, like you said, like you discovered bands that were massive and had their day to a mm. certain extent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever watch the film The Dirt that was on Netflix? I think It so. was... It was Motley. It was like Bohemian Rhapsody, but it was Motley Crew. Oh, oh wow. no way! Yeah, and I had never listened yeah. to Motley Crew before. No. And I watched this film. And I was like, "Fucking hell, wicked!" That's yeah. like, I'm doing a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was that was that yeah. was just crazy. Yeah. Wicked. So then went through their back catalogue. Realised a bit weird some of it. And, you know, <laughs> so I'll just take yeah. the hits. Yeah, that, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, 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 the best of the Beatles. The best. Poetry. What's your favourite Beatles album? Best of the Beatles. What about you? Uh, sure. I, we've discussed, I've got quite an eclectic sort of mix really I grew up my dad's always been a musician like 80s is what I sort of grew up on really mm. I think f- for myself like I think I was too worried about what people thought when I was younger mm. Sorry, I can relate, yeah, no everyone can relate preach to into the choir yeah, do you know what I mean so I worried far too much whereas like I remember like my sister um, played me Linkin Park for like the first track that they brought out breaking the habit and i was like what the fuck are you listening to what is this shit secretly like it <laughs> but literally i'm not kidding like a couple of weeks later i was blasting that and i love like hybrid theory is like one of my favorite albums and i like, i never i think the thing was like all of my friends i'm still friends with everyone i was friends with in school pretty much and they're all sort of like typical sort of like you said about oasis and mm. like those sort that sort of era right yeah, yeah. um and then we, you know we've gone through a few different things but mainly it's only mainstream stuff and then mm. they were never really into going to gigs and that and mm. i think i said i might have said to you last week that mm. i wish i went to more gigs growing up mm. because all i ever saw it was from sort of my dad's side because he's a muso mm. and that so i only mm. really seen it from his yeah. side i never really went to many gigs why is it like unsigned band i never went to just, just generally gigs. generally because mm. I, I, I sort of when I went away with my dad or whatever, uh-huh. so when he like he toured around the country and I'd go away with him for a couple of weeks or oh, whatever. Mm. So like I saw like the back back end of it's the wrong term. But do you know what I mean? I saw from behind <laughs> yeah. the behind the curtain sort of thing. That's yeah. Cool. Um yeah. so that was cool. But then like I, I didn't then go to like gigs necessarily normally, like just mm. generally, like mm. my friends and that. I went and saw like Oasis once, but that was when they were like on their la- like when they were pretty much the year Where they broke see? up. Wembley. Fucking hell, man. I think so, awesome. yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm. Then, yeah. But like, mm, but otherwise, I never really went to many gigs, and I sort of wish mm. I went to a dubstep night once. Whoa. I saw Prodigy actually. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. but, yeah. So you know, that's a good one. That's it a is thing. a good one, but yeah. it was like a warehouse in Braintree or something. But it was um, <laughs> local. It was local. Home. That's a homecoming. Gig it was a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like it was like those bands that I sort of yeah I wish I'd gone and seen mm. more of growing up because I think a lot of the, my friendship group and still are aren't really into that. Mm. Right. And I, I always really have yeah. been, mm. but was a bit sort of. When did you get over off. that? Like you know, when you were like, oh fuck, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I had my best friend in the car the other day. He's gonna get there one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I had one of my best friends in the car the other day, and I had something on, and he was like, "What the fuck is what this?" Was it? Um, it might have been an unsigned track actually, oh, really? but it was quite rocky. And he was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's my radio station, mate. Fuck off!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare yeah. you? How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Got my own podcast. What are you doing? Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, yeah. So it's one of those things that I don't think I've ever really. I've always worried. I used to say I remember saying to my mum a few times like, "I don't care what people think." She went, "Yeah, you fucking do." She was swearing me. She was like, "Yeah, you do." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I do." Yeah, yeah. I really but I think do. like radio has helped me come out of that a bit 
mm-hmm. I come out of that shell thinking, look, like I do, I, I've got comfortable in my own skin now. Mm-hmm. So like, I wouldn't have done this, like you know, then because I would have worried about getting taken the piss out of. Do you listen back uh, to your stuff? <laughs> uh, do you have to with all the editing that goes into it? Or so basically, I'm that? quite like with the podcast stuff. I don't mind that. Well, we've got an editor, Joel. Shout out, Joel. Every episode he gets a shout out. Um, but he edits for us now, which is fantastic. Awesome. When I've edited these before he came along, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it so much because it's quite laid back and all that. But yeah, going back over old radio shows, oh. I think that'd be quite cringy. Yeah, you yeah. should you should do it. It's a, I, I found one that I did when I was 17 mm. and it's horrible. Yeah, it's the Ooh. worst thing you'll ever mm. listen to. Like if you went back and listened to oh, the first demo you did when you when you sang, you oh, fuck no. is that? Do you know I mean, it might be really good. But <laughs> no, just, like, no, you, trust me, it really wasn't. <laughs> I, I I used to do it a lot. I used to listen mm. to our tracks over and over again. I don't know why. Part like the first couple of listens, you know, you'd probably go, "Oh, that's, that's all right." I'm quite mm. proud of myself. And then it, it just became obsessive where I was just nitpicking. It's like, mm. well, that wasn't very good. And that wasn't yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point, it's like, I've got to stop this now. Mm. And that's why, especially with this album, like we, um, I listened to it once we got the masters back. Cause you know, you listen to the mixes and trying to get it right. But once we got the master back, I listened to it two times and both times I wasn't in the right headspace. So I kind of got like mm. a quarter of the way through <laughs> mm. and I knew I was being overly critical. I just wanted one good listen. Um, and I was at work and I, I just got I got that one good listen and I was like proper like proud mm. of like what we'd done mm. and then I was like right I ain't listening to that again mm. because yeah. I think it, well, first of all can't wait for it to be on the vinyl mm-hmm. it's gonna be li- listen to it then um, but I found that it kind of stifles your progress forward because if you're constantly rehashing and re-listening to work that you've already done, mm. you need to go out there and sell it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're just, yeah. if I'm constantly listening to it and going, oh, I could have done this better or could have done that better, I'm not going to present it in the in the light that it deserves. Yeah, I see Because I, I can think back to that third listen now and go, no, no, it is good. Yeah. Remember that listen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it comes back to you selling your product, doesn't it? Mm. So you need to be proud of that. Yeah. Be happy with that. And if yeah. you're being overly critical. Mm. It's going to be a bit of a hard sell to yeah, anyone yeah. else if you don't believe in it yourself, right? A hundred percent, yeah. yeah and I think you can, um, you can uh, suck yourself out, you know, yeah. if you're not too careful. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think nowadays we just press go and go for it. Don't we? When me and Ollie do stuff, when we record different links or whatnot, yeah. it's literally you get one chance if if you fuck it up. I think on this we've That's... restarted once, like when, yeah. when we've done when we've realised when it's been... got really off piste. So I think, think it's more we've been slagging someone off and gone, we can't. <laughs> We, we can't, so we, we can't do that. That's hilarious. Maybe we should take I remember once on an episode, you were you text me a couple of days later, go, did we record that bit when that? You're all right, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you forget though, you do forget the mic's on. Yeah. No, I know, yeah. But that's why, you know. Yeah. Nice. I'm a massive fan of podcasts and that's what I love mm. most about them. And anytime you like watch a YouTube video or something, if mm. someone's fucked up halfway through, that's great. That's like, yeah. you really get enticed. Mm. Yeah, it, bring, yeah. it brings you in. I often sort of say like, I've, I've caught myself doing it a couple of times, like, because um, sort of the day job is gardening. So I've like, got loads of like uh, time during the day just to like listen to podcasts mm. and audiobooks and stuff. So, but I lost, uh, I'll, I'll tell Camilla about it or something. Oh, yeah. I don't say I was listening to this podcast. I, I said a couple of times, I was talking to whoever it was the other day because <laughs> yeah, it's really easy. a good podcast. Forget, don't you? Yeah. And it just sucks you in and you feel yeah. like you're part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've, I've tried, um, this is great, by the way, just a little shout out to, uh, unsigned with matt 
wary. Uh, well done. <laughs> cheers, man. <laughs> no, but um, I've tried podcasts. Let's look past Matt Wary to find what it is. And he doesn't so even say with Matt Wary on it anymore. No. I went down sign Matt Wary. I absolutely, absolutely Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Um, but I've, I've tried like, podcasts with um, some other people who were remain nameless and it and it and it, it's a bit too forced and it's like mm. well, here are our questions and here I that's what i don't want this is what i've always said and people get bored of me saying it probably but like when we're on radio you can understand why that happens if yeah. you're sitting in a radio studio and you've got 10 minutes to do what you need to do and mm. then whatever, all right fine but yeah. for us on here we don't want it to be that we want it to be chilled we want it obviously there's questions we'll ask you and there's bits we'll go through in the next section prompts. which are uh, prompts. prompts i haven't used none yeah oh. yeah and that's the thing like when you've got people that come in and just want to chill and chat mm makes life so much easier it's the mm -hmm. ones where you have to keep going to your prompts and going oh shit i need to oh okay we'll go to those yeah, bits because yeah, we have certain bits we always yeah. do in this section we'll always do like a general chat yeah like where have you been where you come from all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. and next section we do like your dream gig right so we've always got sections that we do here but it is always nice when you've got people to chat it does help on a podcast yeah yeah, yeah. handy yeah. it's handy it talking handy. yeah yeah. It help. <laughs> yeah talking helps on does, podcasts yeah. you do find yourself as you said talking back to those people when, yeah. the, when you're listening to well, I listen to um, Red Men TV so a Liverpool football podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. oh can I show on, you can I show you something on the way in um, and when they're talking about stuff you, you forget and you're like no, no that's completely wrong you start arguing where are you going yeah I know I get oh, like that all the time. And, and you, what, you, you got, got Liverpool socks on I wore them specially for him but you do forget what you're listening to <laughs> and you have they drum up your own opinion and yeah. you want to share that opinion with them even though they're never going to hear it mm. You're from there? Are you a patron of theirs? Bollocks, we're paying for that. It's on Spotify for free. <laughs> it's not the attitude, is it? Right, we're going to have a break. We're going to have a break and we will come back and we'll do your dream gig in section three. So join us then. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying the episode this week, but I wanted to talk to you about our Patreon. It's a, basically a subscription service that puts money back into Unsigned, if that's the podcast, the radio show, whatever. It helps us generate a bit of an income to support these unsigned artists and to run events and also do this podcast every week. So if you want to support the podcast and support the Unsigned Music brand, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Unsigned Music UK, and you can sign up for just one pound a month what can you get for that price anyway let's get back to the episode the unsigned podcast hi right, everyone welcome back to the were you gonna say something then no i was just smiling at you <laughs> all right <laughs> just it was really disconcerting <laughs> just gaze, gazing lovingly at i know it's, it's weird beautiful. it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I think fucking hurry up. All right, okay. Right, welcome back to section three. We are shouting very loudly. Um, right, we're going to get onto your dream gig then. Right, so first of all, you do have a gig coming up, and did you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, yes, yes, I do. Um, do you know what gig I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, okay, I'm just fine. thinking like which gig. I'm going to say it's the most important gig to us this year. It's the album launch, right? Um, happening on the 10th of November at the Sub 89 in Reading. Um, so, yeah, we're celebrating the launch of the album. The album's coming out on the 4th. We're playing a little in-store um, pop-up show at HMV in Reading on the 5th, and then the full band kind of thing. We're free. Um, like, that's great support acts. We're, we're looking forward to announcing those soon. Cool. Um, yeah, on the, t on the 10th. So, yeah. The whole year, all roads lead to sub eighty nine yeah. at this stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so we're buzzing for this one. Yeah. So that's a local brewery as well. Uh, no, that one isn't. No, this is like the local kind of touring venue oh, in, right, in Reading. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, if all the kind of like the big touring bands kind of head to sub 89 when they pass through. Um, so yeah, it's always been like, we were chatting about reef earlier. Um, we, we played with them at, at Lake Fest. I might've mentioned that four or 500 times. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, I, I saw them, um, at sub 89, um, oh, probably about 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah. So looking forward to getting on that stage to be fair. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a cracking venue. It's great. Mm, great venue. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You played in the same bill as Top Loader once, didn't you? Oh, cool. We, do, we did and Tinsley Stride. I feel like I've done that route. Yeah. No, we don't. No, no, we'll leave that, we'll leave that there. Hey, drop those names. No, not, not for that one. Not for that festival. Right, we're going to get on to your dream gig, right? So in this section, what we do, we literally go, we give you a few different options and you need to, you can have one each because I don't want any arguments. Where would be your, not Sub 89, but where would be your dream venue at your dream gig? Where Taking would you out... Festivals. Oh, festivals. Not, I didn't even say festival. Did festival. I? I know. Oh, come up. No. 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 No festivals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I finished. be ground rules. Like no festivals. No. no, no hang on. Wait. Okay, I'll caveat it. Not Glastonbury. Or Reading. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I was going to say because for us because we're from Reading. Could be Reading Festival would be a good one because it'd be kind of cool to kind of say. Oh, cause you ain't allowed that. No, I think actually I'll give you that one. I think that's allowed because we have the Lutetters in. They want to play the Festival in Chelmsford, so from the hometown. That's fine. We'll give you that. All right, Reading Festival then. Fair enough. Be very cool to play with. Go big or go home. I reckon Royal Albert Hall. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. That would be insane. Yeah. To yeah, to play that. I play drums there. I've told you this before. No way. Only mm. fucking about like when <laughs> my dad. No, I no, I, I have. So when my again when my dad was playing there, like yeah. the drummer was like, because I've I've played drums a little bit but never properly, and he was like, he was like, do you want to, do you want to go there? And I was like, no, nah, I'm all right. He went, you won't get this chance again. Uh, go it. and go and do it. And awesome. I, I think I went like, boom, boom, oh, done. Oh, <laughs> but, but that was it. I was only little. <laughs> Can I, a little drum feels it like caterpillar, caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a dump, having a dump, having a dump. <laughs> yeah. It was only very simple yeah. that I taught myself because I never, yeah. So that was that. So I've done it. Royal Albert Hall was a great venue. Oh, man, it's stunning. Like, yeah. It's just stunning, isn't it? Yeah, I love that place. We, um, one of the, it's nothing to do with music, actually. We went to go see uh, Bill Burr yeah, uh, yeah. perform there when he did his, um, what was what was the hour? It was uh, Paper Tiger. Right. When he was doing that. And, uh, yeah. I've never laughed so much. Oh my God, that was life. just insane. <laughs> I was so hypnotised by the guy. Yeah, it's really it's a uh, podcast I watch, which I've told you about, but you said you haven't got time for it. It's Have a Word. And <laughs> they talk about Bill Burr a lot on there. Oh, okay. that's Adam... Adam uh, Rowan, yeah, Dan Nightingale. Yeah, he supported oh, him that night. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. He was, yeah, he was, he was really brilliant. Good. He is, yeah, really yeah. good. So I'm going to see a live show that they're doing in December. Decent. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 So no, they're, they're very good. They He's got a few Netflix specials, hasn't he? So he's mm. definitely worth a watch. Mm. Mm, for sure. So on your, so bearing in mind, you've said a venue and you've said a festival, but you're going to have to decide on what you want to do here. You have got headliner, a main support and an opener. You feature somewhere on the bill. Who else is featuring on the bill with you? Headliners, main support, opener. You need to choose where they fit on the bill as well. That's quite hard, isn't it? Cause well, I, I'm just sort of thinking of uh, Royal Albert Hall now, so I'm thinking... That's also why it's at festivals off a little bit, because mm. at a festival, you're going to have like 10 artists on one stage throughout the day, aren't Everyone. you? Everyone. Yeah. 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 Just because I'd love to see him now, I think Robert Plant. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Doing his solo stuff. Um, he, would be, he would be headlining because there's just no way you're following Robert Plant. And then... Um, 
That's new. A lot of people go, we're headlining. Oh, yeah. Gig. We're the headliners. Yeah, nah, man. No, nah, I'll be happy. I'll be happy just opening for Robert Clark at Royal Albert Hall, man. Die happy man at that point. Um, who, what, and then another actor. Yeah. yeah, so you guys, so either you have an opener and you'll be main support and then... Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, then, we'll we'll go in the middle then and uh, um, my brother's a drummer in a, in a cracking band called Reliant. Shout out to Reliant. Um, and they can open for us then. Uh, yeah, so I reckon those would be yeah. uh, my choices. Yeah. Oh, that's really hard. Um, Come on, you know. All I can think of is like massive bands at the moment. So yeah, go like, for it. Obviously, the Reading Festival would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. But if we change that, you could say, I don't know, Wembley Arena or something like that. Mm. Um, and it would be just incredible to support someone like you too. Oh. It would be just incredible. Yeah. And then... Um, Actually, we'll sod reliant. I'll, I'll have you too. <laughs> 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 um, and then I, I think Phonics. I think Stereophonics yeah. would love to play. And Black or, or Black Crows. I'm like, they're all just coming now. I'm just thinking of just... Yeah, all of them. But I, I couldn't say an order because I know what Tom means. It's like you almost want to just be part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Draw it out of a hat. Who's yeah. next? Yeah. Right. Off we go. Just, you know. Yeah. Robert, yeah. you're up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, it'd be very cool to tour with a band like that. What about like you guys? Who did we choose? We chose, we chose, we chose, we chose. I think we was headlining. Yeah, you tell were, me if yeah. I, Tell me if I'm wrong. Oh, mate, it was so long. It was literally, so you done... The second, the first Well, first we show. done the preview show, didn't we? Yeah. And then the first guests were admissions. Yeah. So you were sort of co-host slash guest mm-hmm. on that. And um, it was 17 weeks ago. Yeah, I think we, we was headlining. I think you might have said Biffy Clyro. I think we had Biffy oh, Clyro on the dude, bill. Yeah, and yeah, then there was another so good life. big band as well. It was something like Pretty Reckless or something like that, potentially. I remember. It was, it was something like that. Or Foo Fires, I think Max wanted. Go back and watch. Just scroll back. Scroll back no, and I'm watch. I'm thinking about this all night, going, right, that venue. Yeah. I'm going to be listing all these these nights now. Well, what would be... Biffy Clyro are so really good, good live, man. Mm. Uh, we saw them at yeah. Isle of Wight um, years ago, 2012. 2012. That was a great they just, I, I didn't know much about... I mean, I knew... Biffy Glyro, but mm. I've never like seen mm. them live or listened to much, too much of their stuff at that it's point. Intense their live shows. Oh it's my really god! Yeah. And the pyrotechnics, pyrotechnics oh, amazing. Some pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was so, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, partridge. Yeah, full <laughs> bean. What would be your cover track that you're playing at your headline gig? Well, not your headline gig, at your dream gig. Sorry. What would be a cover track that you guys would do? Um, I've recently just been listening to elbow um is it grounds for divorce oh yeah and, uh, i think that's this, that might be a cover watch this space we might pull it together and actually start doing it soon but just uh i'd love to I'd love to do a track like that yeah um i think i'd probably choose a u2 track i think um actually now we mention them and probably go for something like um just a real big classic, do you know mm. what I mean? Like where the streets have no name or still haven't. Sunday, bloody Sunday. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you started yeah, something now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just thinking of Partridge now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll get on to the next one then. So who would be your special guest that you guys would duet with? So you see at festivals or venues and they bring someone out to do a cover track, well, not a cover track, a duet with, who would that be? Um, Brian Johnson love oh, Brian wicked. Johnson that'd, that'd be, be amazing hilarious. I've yeah. seen him do it as well I think he did it with Muse at Reading a few he years did, yeah. ago and it yeah. was just lost my shit that was, was after just... he um, 
he took a sabbatical, didn't he, for a bit because so, he yeah. had troubles with his hearing or something. And then all of a sudden, he just turned up on stage with oh, news. Started playing back and back, and I was like, "Yeah, he's got to come on." That yes. was insane. Yeah. Didn't you see the partridge? No, I know this is oh very partridge God. heavy. I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is very partridge heavy. But Wait, he came on. He came on. I haven't, I'm sure I saw this on Twitter or something that he came on and done a duet to an ABBA song with. <clears throat> I think Fuck. I've seen the same thing as well. Yeah, who is it? Weird? Who's the band? Oh, was that because of um, knowing me, knowing you? Oh, yeah, but <laughs> I, oh, no, didn't he do that? I can't remember who it was. Who it was with. I mean, it was with the O2, but I can't remember what band it was with. But that came out recently. That's but crazy. we'll stop talking about Partridge now. Okay? You know, every Partridge quote that all three of you have done has gone. <laughs> you need to watch it <laughs> over my head, mate. Partridge is amazing. You need to watch it. It's just timeless, <laughs> timeless classic. <laughs> I learnt last week, was it last week, that you have to pay for your own rider at your gigs. Now, I didn't know this, right? But what would be on your rider? Bearing in mind, it's your dream gig. You can have whatever you want. What would be, you can have a choice each. What would be on your rider? Waiting for you in your dressing room when a, you arrive at the Royal Albert Hall slash Wembley Arena slash Reading. A brandy glass full of brown at I knew you were going to say that. No, uh, do you know, have you, you watched... Spinal Tap. You ever seen Spinal Tap? Haven't seen Spinal Tap. Mm. I've got it recorded, but we've always had this Eminem reference. And we couldn't figure out what it was like Blue Eminems or something, but we couldn't yeah. figure out where it was from. Well, for the longest time, because of Spinal Tap, I thought that was just like just really excessive rock bands that's just asking for really silly things. Yeah, because it is a really silly thing to ask for. But what band was it? It was um, I'm going to blank on their name now. Like a real kind of like I want to say like an 80s kind of hair metal band. Um, is it Van Halen? It might have been. Right. Uh, and they used to ask, in the contract, it said there has to be a brandy glass full of brown M&Ms in our dressing room before we go on stage. They'd get to the dressing room and there wasn't a brandy glass. So they knew that the promoter had not read the contract properly. Right, okay. So they ended up checking, like they would go out and check all the PA system all the monitors, just everything, mm. because they knew, right, he hasn't, he obviously he hasn't, hasn't read the, you know what I mean? And it, that's kind of, that's quite yeah, funny. It's so, clever yeah, I as well. It is clever, that's yeah. what I'd ask for, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what about yourself, Cams? Um, I was just checking that. I think it might have been Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, I was just checking, because we were talking about it last night and I couldn't remember who it was. Mm. I think it was Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. For me, um, a nice gin, oh, a good nice. selection of tonic waters. Beautiful. And, um, Maybe Fever Tree. Yeah, I do like Fever Tree. Wow, they good. are good. Bosch tonics. And uh, I always need painkillers. <laughs> Not because of the genetics. <laughs> <laughs> I get migraines, so I always need some painkillers there. Yeah. So aspirin, spot on. Lovely. And that, that sort me out. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Don't think we've ever had that on, as on, the, no, on there no. before. I was just thinking that must be a pain in the ass with like stage lights and a migraine. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I have to have like treatments. Are they trigger from the neck actually? So they're not. It's not always like alcohol. Jenny, <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things you can do is take aspirin if you feel one coming on. So gin and aspirin. That's gin what you want. Sounds like a great good. night. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that's good. No, I've I've always liked a, a really good, decent gin and tonic. Lovely. Yeah. There you go. Can't remember what yours was. Joe, you ask me every week. That's <laughs> why I do it. I just put you on the spot. I don't have a clue. I still don't have a clue. Drunk it. Yeah, drunk it, yeah. There was nice. uh, B who was in last week, um, she says she's worked at a few festivals and she told us that there was, a, she didn't tell us the artist, but she did say that yeah. 
there was an art. What was it? That uh, they a had... certain artist that has to have a specific chair facing the window that looks at the sun or something like something that. Something like that. It? Yeah, yeah. That's like just like, wow. like that. yeah. Is that like a religious thing or something? Or? No, I don't think so. No. I think it's no. been a dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sure I got it right, George Ezra, and she moved on from it so quickly. Oh, really? Oh, it was my first guess. No, 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 no. Breezed over. I can't. I don't know. Apparently, he's quit music. Good. Again, <laughs> that's done over on a favourite. Wow. <laughs> wow! Oh, poor George. Oh, Rob Jackson, you, not a fan. How do you know he's quit music? <laughs> um, I saw it in one of the radio group oh. chats I'm on earlier, saying he's quit music. But I don't know if it was someone just telling a poor joke about green grass or grass is greener or something. I don't know. <laughs> what would be? Have you had a made it moment yet? Yet, or what would it be? Um, what would it be? Selling a lot of albums. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you know what? If we if we sell the albums, uh, uh, yeah. If we sell uh, what we've got on vinyl, or what we've come in on vinyl, that would be good. Yeah. To be fair, pretty humble at the at this stage. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like, but just we've got we got a stack of our albums to sell, uh, and we want to go out there and just and work it. You know yeah. What I mean, and mm. sell those albums because we know we know we've got something really 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 good. To be honest, so, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, get out of there. I think um, for me, like, I don't know about like a made it sort of moment, but um, I think we were going to talk about this. But last year we partnered up with a local brewery near to us, the Lodden Brewery, and we put on a festival, like a one day Lodfest. Lodfest. We Very put on crazy. a one day, <laughs> yep, one day festival, and that we we played, we headlined it at the end of the night, sort of thing. But you know, we booked in this massive stage and stuff like that. And we put mm. all these wicked like local bands on and some other bands from London that we know as well. And it was such a great day, but playing that gig, we were knackered as well by the end of the day. Cause we'd been hosting the day and everything. Yeah. Playing that gig on that stage, just in our local brewery with all our mates, and it was absolutely rammed. That was a that was quite a special one for me. Yeah, that was quite play. cool. Yeah. And that's coming again next month, right? Yes, 17th of September. Oh, yeah, we're not quite there, are we? Yeah. Got some mega uh, London bands again coming down to join us. We've got, uh, I don't know if you know, like Louis and the Shakes or yeah, the Pylons. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, yeah mate, Louis they're the great. Shakes. They came down and um, uh, supported us at um, some random pub recently in uh, Wokenham. And it was just hilarious. It was a real hilarious sort of um, night. Um, but yeah, great bunch of lads as mm. well. And um, yeah, uber talented. And then Pylons, you know Pylons? Another great. Um, and a lot of these guys we know through our producer Michael, you know, and Michael Smith. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a good day actually. Yeah, yeah. Forward to it. Mm. Good one. Where would be your after party after your dream gig? Ooh. After party. I would actually say the brewery. Like what? A be- that's an amazing place to have an after. A lock in, a lock in at the brewery. <laughs> a lock obviously in. not. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, maybe not after the festival. but no. Like that'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, I reckon Ronnie Scott's. I reckon. That's a good shout. I love that bloody place. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Shout, like head, yeah. head head to the yeah. Just everyone comes back to the yeah. And there's just some incredible like jazz band just doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sink down some scotches. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> right. Are we doing. In the bin or right? In the bin. In the bin. I actually came prepared this week. Did you? I oh, did you. sit back, mate. No, no, no. Oh, what's you this? you what's explain this? it. Go on. No, you, oh, right. you explain so it. So it's like Snog Barry Avoid, but for bands and artists, okay. right? So what we do in this bit, you, we give you three artists. You've got a gig with them, spend one yes. night with them, right? Tour with them for a year. Yeah. Marry them, essentially. Or avoid them. You've got to put everything they've ever done in the bin. So it's gig, <laughs> so gig tour, bin. So... 
Just I hear me out. I've done really well with this one this week. I'm, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> proud of it. Smiling. I know. So your band name is Third Lung. Third Lung. So I'm going body part related. Oh yeah. You like you like hints of Rob and Ollie. You like you like what I've done there. I did do a normal one, but this is fucking much better. Um, I know who they hang are. Wait, hang on, wait. Let's have a think about who they where could be first. Yeah. yeah, where could this go? Bare naked ladies. Nope. Ah. Uh, Shame. <laughs> That's all I got. Elbow. I got elbow, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, but brilliant. I'm, I'm, as you mentioned them earlier, I'm going to take them off the list. Oh. Luckily, I came prepared with yeah, four. Okay. Um, <laughs> four, yeah. Smash Mouth. Oh, okay. Who's that? Hey now, you're an old oh, star. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, from Shrek, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing I know. Turn the lights off. There we Are go. You? Um, really turn the them. lights off. <laughs> so, Smash Mouth. Right, yeah. We'll take them off. Oh, elbow. Hold it back. Radiohead. Okay. <laughs> Nickelback. Oh, well, yeah? well. So what have we got? Elbow. Radiohead. Oh, no. <laughs> so Nickelback, elbow, elbow, and, and Radiohead. Radiohead. Okay. So well, gig, tough. This is hard, gig tour in the bin. Only because I'd... I love the um, Radiohead and Elbow. Yeah. So we'll Nickelback, are, I'm afraid. Bin. I think that's the easiest option. I like Nickelback. I like them. I like them, but at the free, it's the It would be a great gig and it would be an awesome tour. We'd have a laugh, a right laugh. But no, Elbow and Radiohead are just so so damn good. So who are you spending a night with and who are you spending a year with, so to speak? Who are you going to marry? Do you reckon the Radiohead lads would be a little bit like... Too much. A bit too much after a while. Reckon maybe would they be, they'd be a little bit yeah, too much, wouldn't they? I think so. But you know, a divorce would be on the cards. Yeah, maybe just one glorious night with those. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cool. And then we're marrying Elbow by the looks yeah. of it. Or so, <laughs> yeah. going on tour with them. Yeah, or going on tour. Either or, whatever comes first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, That's very good. You. you set the bar high this I, week. I did, yeah. yeah. Well, I did have three normal bands. Which were they? I'll save them for next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had, um... Oh, you're here next week, are you? No. <laughs> there we go. No, I'm not. All right, fine. You can have the Verve. Ah, oh, okay. The Who. Yeah. Or the Kooks. I've been listening to the Kooks quite a bit recently, mm. but I think out of the three of them, I'd still put them in the bin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do gig with Verve. Yeah. And yeah. then go on tour with the Who. Feel that. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, can't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd be disappointed being with me for a year, but... I'm going to have to come up with a hard right. one. Yeah, do they get a say? No. 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 That's not how this works. Yeah. Um, right, we're going to go quick fire quickly, and then we're going to end before you do some tracks for us. We're going to go best gig you've had so far. Oh, best gig we've had so far. Lodfest, I think. Lodfest is good. We did do an O2 support for Wendy James last year, which yeah. was fucking wicked, wicked night. Yeah. That was really good. I think I'd still choose Lodfest, actually. I'll nick yours from earlier. I'll go Lodfest myself. But to be fair, Lakefest was good as well. Oh, Lakefest was good. Quickfire, Cams, quickfire. Lakefest. Lakefest. <laughs> Lodfest. See? <laughs> We're not getting... Right, whatever. Get what we you have play. to agree. <laughs> huh? you, don't, you don't want us to agree on any of these, do you? Or do we have to agree? Oh, are we agreeing? Oh, is this okay, a united Lodfest, front so. we're trying to present here, is it? Or All right. Can if you want. Well, well, fine. Go on then. No, have, <laughs> that's have a you united <laughs> front, isn't it? Have, have your lake fest. Like, this is like rehearsal. Have your lake again. fest. Go on. <laughs> Shove it up your lake fest. All right. Yeah, lake fest. Lake fest. Right. Lake fest. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure track? Um, I'm just looking at him because 
just it will be a more guilt. It'll be yeah, more guilty yeah, yeah, than yeah. yours. Hey there, you with a sad face, come up to my <laughs> place and live it up. Live it up by a band I can't remember. My mum had it on uh, on vinyl, and when I was about nine, right, I absolutely loved it. And I still kind of love it. (laughs) Yeah. No, live it up. I just told you. By mental as anything. That's what they're called. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, it's so cheesy. But it's really good. Okay. Melody or... Well, we've already probably got to touch on this, but melody first or lyrics first? Uh, Usually melody. um, But often... Yeah, melody. I'll go with melody. Worst gig you've had so far? Oh, no. There's so many. (laughs) (laughs) But worst moment... One man and his dog. It's got to be those sort of gigs. Mm. You turn up, especially if you've travelled far. Um, so sometimes if we've travelled far, and we get. So I can't actually think of any of the names. But no, worst gig I've had. Um, I just started singing, so it was com- like, com- like a duck out of water. Um, and I was playing with this covers band, um, and I was blaring out a bit of Tom Jones, I believe, nice. and just wanted. And in, in a pub, there, there was just nobody there. No one, no one cared. The band didn't really care either. Um, and uh, I just wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> Football on in the corner. Yeah, that's it. Pool, like right beside the pool table. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Someone's like sticking their ass into you while yeah. you're trying to sing. Bogs are right behind you. Not because of the pool. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just that, that sort of place. place. Yeah, it was that sort of place. Can you recommend an artist, that, the, like another unsigned or emerging artist? Uh, I'd say Split the Dealer. I'd say. Um, we had him play at the first Lodfest, um, and yeah, he's phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's spot on. Mm. An artist you'd love to see in concert, like an, a a non just anyone, anyone. Yeah, yeah, someone you might not have seen yet, but you would love to, or from history that you would have loved to have seen. I'd like to see um, David Gray. Um, I know he did the. Did he do whatever Hall Hawkins did? Mm. Uh, didn't manage to get tickets, but something like that. I'd really enjoy something like that. My friend who I mentioned earlier, who was in the car with me and moaned at me for listening to rock and metal and that. Yeah. His missus, uh, her mum, went to the Cliffs Pavilion thinking that she was going to see Craig David. Oh. It was David Gray. That's quite different. That is quite different. Yeah. That's wicked. That's pretty much it for that, to be honest. I I think we've covered most of it off earlier on. So, could we give everyone a bit of a reminder about the events you've got coming up and your (coughs) album release date? Are you you releasing a single prior to the album release, or is that the next thing? Yeah, the third single uh, is called No Names, and that's out on the 7th of October. Mm -hmm. I think I've got that right. And then the album uh, is released on all platforms vinyl, CD, the works on the 4th of November. And then we've got the launch show on the 10th of November at Sub 89 in Reading. So uh, get down to that. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, isn't it? I mean, obviously, we've got, well, we've got, you know, Lodfest. Yeah, yeah. Lodfest on the 17th of September and a few like, festival dates we're looking forward to. But yeah. Where can people find you on the old socials, websites, all that sort of good stuff? Yeah, most of it's either like Third Lung UK or Third Lung Band. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? The standard. Yeah, the yeah, standard. Um, it's UK. like, oh, what do you mean Third Lung's gone? What? We've <laughs> yeah. got a Third Lung Band then. Um, yeah, but yeah, Third Lung, Third Lung Band, Third Lung UK, that kind of vibe. Good stuff. Roberts? Yes. 
Do, what do I want to plug? Just, just what, what are you going to plug? I mean, what, what other gigs have you guys got coming up? Because we haven't got any that are announced so far. Right. I think there's one. The Chino is potentially. Oh yeah. Uh, in September, in the September. That hasn't been announced yet. So. Oh, okay. Repeat that one. <laughs> there we go. That could, that Otherwise, could be, that, that, that could be a thing. That could be um, a thing. Other than that, we've got all back end of October onwards. Yep. Um, so gigging-wise, it's quite quiet. Uh, off to record new track on Saturday with mutual friend Jack at the Pyramid Studios. Yep. Oh, give him wicked. A, mm. Give him a shout-out. Can I just do that? There we go. <laughs> it's on the back and the front. Yes, it is. It's a cool I design, that. It's, a really, it's, so it's, it's really cool. I absolutely love it. Wicked. That we, yeah, that's that's why I invited you to. Where? To come along to the recording. What, Saturday? Yeah. Oh, when? Well, I mean, when did you well, invite it's this me? Saturday. No, I know it's this Saturday, you muppet. I mean, when did you <laughs> invite me? A couple of weeks ago. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I see what I'm doing. That's Roger. What do I want to plug? What do I want to plug? Noise complaints before nine. No, definitely everywhere now. Yeah, just admissions on Spotify. Yeah. Go search Robin Ollie Radio on Instagram. Uh, more importantly, go on to Mixcloud and search Future Hits Radio oh, right on there <laughs> and click on the Rob and Ollie bit oh, right. and give us a like for your chart. <laughs> he, um, they peaked at number 50 in the comedy charts the other day, so he's been buzzing. 53 in the global comedy charts. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> oh, no, I know, I know, we've told everyone. <laughs> I know you have, it's brilliant. Uh, if you want to go and find out anything to do with Future Hits, go to futurehits.co.uk. You can upload your music to that and we'll get you on the radio. Also, unsignmusic.uk. We've got our event coming up on the 29th of September um, that you guys can get tickets for and also we've got about a week left until what date is this coming out you've basically got until this comes out on Monday the 4th of September so it's literally you've got today I think oh no it's not Monday the 4th it's Monday the 5th isn't it whatever I'll let I'll leave the I will leave it open on the Monday (laughs) or at all (laughs) no to register to be a part of it oh right so if you want to register to be a part of the event, be the main support or the open up for our gig on the 29th, go to our website, unsignmusic.uk forward slash events, and you'll have today to register. If it's not today, you've missed out. And you can buy tickets. And we're going to announce who's going to be supporting the great Leslie in the next couple of weeks. And I think that pretty much wraps us up. It's a quick one, that. Quick one what? Podcast. There's not. There's not. I thought that felt quite short. No, I think our section was a bit short. The second section was quite long. Uh-huh. And then this section's pretty average, I that think, was good. For, I enjoyed from that. a duration that perspective. Was, that, was a, that was a solid podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm going to put that on the... Uh, <laughs> that, that was a podcast. solid podcast. Solid podcast. <laughs> That's a tagline. Solid podcasting. Do you like solid podcasts? <laughs> you know where to go. <laughs> yeah. Good, healthy, solid. Good, healthy, <laughs> one of your five a day. Healthy, solid podcast. Right, we're going to go now. Uh, thank pod- you very much for coming in, Tom. Cam's <laughs> third line. Thank you. Good luck with the album release Thanks, and man. everything Appreciate to do with like that. So you much, shush. Podcast a day keeps a doctor away. There you solid. go. <laughs> I'm going to turn his mic down now. Right, bye everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much for watching. The Unsigned Podcast.